Damn, I'm a jittery motherfucker. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, we live. What is oh, do? Damn. Hey, oh, hey, oh, you, the 10 seconds. What is do? <laughs> <laughs> no countdown, but we here. <laughs> we got a guest in the building, so we are not going to waste bow. no time. We're going to get right into it. So let's hear that theme music. Episode 331 of Technical File, the Esports Podcast you never knew you needed. I'm going to try this out. Ah, I got it. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I ain't even got to have a mic this close, you know what I'm saying? Keep that shit at a distance. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you said Ass Catch'em? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, that right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's new here. He's new here. Oh, just wait. Oh, man. No way. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The, the gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24 7. I'm a better known as. As what? Still to be determined. God damn, it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned at the top of the show, we have a special guest joining us this week. Now, if I did my personal bio on how I know this gentleman, we'd be talking about some old stuff in Milwaukee Lutheran, but we ain't gonna go there. Oh, man. <laughs> we ain't gonna go there. We got Joe Brown on the podcast with us. You might be familiar with his work. He was the voice of the Milwaukee Bucks as one of the hosts during the championship season. Oh, yeah. He is the host of the Las Vegas Aces, another championship oh, franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two times. Joining us, he is just getting back from All-Star Weekend, where he was also hosting at the All-Star Weekend. This man be everywhere. He be mm-hmm. doing USA Basketball Showcases, mm-hmm. WNBA All-Star Weekends. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> the man is good at his job. Joe, can we hear a Go Bucks just one time, please? Go Bucks! <laughs> I got y'all. It's your favorite Joe, man. What up? Thanks for having me, yo. Oh, for sure. Appreciate sure. brother. Appreciate y'all. So before we get into the questions for Joe, we got to do a little housekeeping, of course. Housekeeping. Because listen, we trying to I grow. <laughs> we trying to grow. <laughs> we trying to be the best sport podcast y'all don't ever heard of. But we can't do that until we get in, t- in front of more ears, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So. For us to grow, people gonna listen to y'all more than listen to us. Mm-hmm. So you gotta show us what that word of mouth do. That mouth do. We need to know what that word of mouth do. <laughs> we gotta know. Let us know. Tell somebody, then tell somebody else about Tech File and how much you enjoy the show. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Follow us on all social media platforms: Facebook, Technical File Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. Well, I should say the website formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Uh, TikTok at Technical File. And as well, join the uh, Facebook group as well if you want to talk sports with us and other people who enjoy the podcast. Technical File Pod Overtime. That should be your job saying that. (laughs) So yeah, just join us. Show us what that word of mouth do. We appreciate it. I'm just waiting for the first older uh, relative to ask me, what does word of mouth mean? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say what that word of mouth do? If you tell them, they'll come fast. That's all I'm saying. Oh. (laughs) That's that's when you send them the the ludicrous album right there. (laughs) 
Oh my. All right. What, what y'all mean by that? The game that needs a name. It's been a while since we played the game that needs a name. So in yeah. case you need a refresher on mm-hmm. what that is, it is a rapid fire memory game that we play here to warm up on the podcast. <laughs> we select the topic. This week it is going to be uh, black actors, Black History Month. Shout okay, out. I forgot what we said. I did too for a second. I was, like, <laughs> I was looking at the phone like, uh. <laughs> We're doing black actors. So okay. the way that this is going to go, with this being the topic, someone will start. We should probably just go down. We'll have the, the, the guests start this week. Okay. So Joe will go first. Then we'll go in tech order. Tim, Eric, myself, and then Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, no repeating. You get about five seconds to answer. And the last person standing wins. So that being said, black actors, kick us off Joe. Denzel Washington. Will Smith. Martin Lawrence. That was, those are the first two names that came on my <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Off rip. Uh, Shad Moss. <laughs> Taraji P. Henson. Anthony Mackey. Jonathan Majors. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Monique. Are Nate we doing Parker. actresses? She was. She was in movies. I thought we said actors. Uh, it's fine. We'll give you a pass. Keep on. Oh, so we are doing actresses then. We can do both. It's Black History Month. I mean, no such thing, do- there's no such thing as gender, Camille. <laughs> <laughs> it's a social construct. <laughs> It's my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I took too long. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like I took too long. <laughs> <laughs> we rusty. Brandon T. Jackson. Ooh. Uh, damn. Uh, oh, I got one. Sandra Entertainer. Chris oh. Tucker. I'm mad. I forgot. Off top. Chris Rock. Kid. Who? <laughs> Kid. I heard you. Oh, Kid. Heard Kid. Heard Ice, Ice Cube. Damn. <laughs> Play. Ice this, this, this Ice Cube? He's Ice T this time. See? Damn, I had somebody. You trying to argue. As soon as I was out, I was like, Don Cheadle. Fam, I could not think of one. Everything just went away. Like, I was like, just blank. I was like, yo, what? That game was a whopping 40 seconds. Right, no, listen, uh, You forget every name. It was just <laughs> And then you go, go, as soon as you hey, get in the car, you go, yeah, all, so-and-so was on All the movie. white ones came. I was like, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I was like, damn, what? The worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Tom Hanks. I was like, oh, damn. I should have said Chris Tucker. He, you know, right. Ice Cube. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Should, just by association, uh-huh. I should have known. After yeah. the game ends, it's always like, dang, mm-hmm. dang. John David dang. Washington. <laughs> Dang! As soon as you said Denzel, I should have been like John David. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it, it just come natural after this. It sure do every time. But all right, so let's go. Bad under pressure, Michael B. Right, man. I didn't even think about Michael B. But let's get into the show. Let's get into the topics of the week. We're gonna start with an interview with Joe because let's do it. Man, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Like I mentioned, <clears throat> for me, this is special. Oh, that's <laughs> oh my fault. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. He was ready. This is special for me because, like I mentioned, I've known Joe since we were 14. Like, we were kids when we met. And at this point now, like, we are grown-ups. We are out here doing things. And this man is out here really making moves. Like I mentioned, you were at All-Star Weekend this past week. You've done USA Basketball. You've done WNBA All-Star Weekends. You've hosted for the Bucks, the Aces. Like, how did you get started in this business of, like, being an NBA basketball host? Well, um, that's a long story right there. That's a long story. But essentially, I had so many jobs growing up in Milwaukee, you know, and one of them was I worked at the YMCA. Uh, what was that? Is that West Suburban up on 124th mm-hmm. in North? 
<clears throat> and I actually used to go there as a kid too, like for day camp. So that was kind of a full circle moment back then. Like, okay, I'm working here now. Getting, yeah. You know, getting money up in here now. Okay, cool. And I was going to school at the time, UWM. Uh, I think I was on my like fourth major, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, and you know, I was doing. I had four positions in the YMCA. I worked Dang. at the front desk. I worked at the courtesy counter, folding towels and giving away keys. And then I was uh, a coach of soccer and basketball. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know that much about soccer, <laughs> but it was like they were super. They were super young kids, and you know just. Kick the ball and pass the ball, whatever. Right. Super easy drills and all that. So when I was coaching basketball, uh, there was this little kid. He was three years old at the time. And, you know, he was just tall. So little whiny, three, you know. <laughs> and his dad was kind of working with him. We were doing bounce passes and stuff. And he was like, yeah, um, his grandpa's going to be here next week uh, to watch him practice. And I'm like, really? What's, what's, what's grandpa's name? You know, he's like, Mike McGivern. He has his own radio show at mm. uh, 1250 Sports Radio. I'm like, 1250 Sports Radio? I got that programmed in the whip right now, like, you know. Like, but Mike McGivern did uh, high school sports, so he did high school football, and I really wasn't in tune with that. Right. Uh, but I'm like, really? So he came the next week. We over here shooting shots while we shooting the shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can say shit on here, right? Hey. So, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> it's encouraged. Honestly. So we putting up shots while uh, we shooting the shit, and you know, I'm talking to him I'm like, yeah, I'm in college right now for broadcast journalism, and you know, looking to get into radio and all that. He said. Shoot me your, your your resume, and the rest was pretty much history, man. I got in there, uh, started doing intern interning for as a producer for Chuck and Wicked in the morning. Okay, and <clears throat> ended up working my way to being a a full time employee radio personality on Kiss FM, and uh, in between time. Tried out for the Bucks, uh, audition for them for the Hoop Troop. You know everybody yeah. that throw the T-shirts out and stuff like that. Because my homegirl, like I said, I was in college. My homegirl Lucci was like, uh, "Yeah, she worked for the Bucks." Like, how, how you work for the Bucks? <laughs> like, I, I love the Bucks. Like, how, how do you work for the Bucks? Like, you know. And she was like, "Dude, audition." I'm like, "Cool. Say say less." I'm going there. I audition, get in there, and. Bam, the rest is history. Like That's I did I get to the interview stage. I'm like, man, I want to be a host. I really don't like no disrespect to Hoot Troop, but like I got merch ideas. I got every I got yeah. so many ideas. Like I love the Bucks as my city. So uh yeah, man, and went there and auditioned to be you remember FanFest? Yes, yes, I used to be at FanFest. FanFest at Bradley Center. That was my first time auditioning for as a host. Oh, okay. So yeah. you just like, kind of go out there and Yeah, just went out there and uh it was like a it was a scrimmage. It was a three quarter scrimmage. Yep. And ten minutes ten minute quarters and then I had the third third quarter. So I had like the to me, to me at the <laughs> time, I had the whole scrimmage to like kind of practice what I was gonna be right. doing. A lot of people don't know this. This might be an exclusive. Uh, oh, shoot. Tech file exclusive? DJ, DJ GA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had first quarter. So he was auditioning too. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to throw you under the bus, GA. <laughs> <laughs> GA was late. I don't know oh. why, but something happened where he was late. So they was like, um, <laughs> Joe, you do first quarter too. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm like, I, I didn't even, 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 even read first quarter like that. I just read my strictly third quarter, you know? So I'm like going through the first quarter. I'm like, okay. He had a free throw contest. I had a three-point contest. Mm-hmm. And I just remember going out there blacking out, man. Like, for real. I was just like, I when I went out there, I was like, I, I was like oh, shit. <laughs> and when we did it, um, Michael Carter, Michael Carter Williams, MCW, was MC on our team. Dub. He was doing... Uh, 
he had a contestant with him. They were shooting free throws, free throw contest. Him and a contestant versus Giannis and a contestant. I know the Giannis team probably lost. <laughs> Big L. It was, a, yeah, it was it was well it was actually a tie at the time. No. Right? Ain't no way, boy. <laughs> it's MCW fan. <laughs> That's true. And they didn't tell me what to do during the tie, mind you. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, uh who who shot the who shot the ball first? It was like Giannis. I was like, all right, Giannis win. <laughs> MCW pull up on me at half court, like, man, hell no. <laughs> I was like, MCW, you mad? Bro? Like, you mad? You wanna run it back? I was like, you know what, 30 more seconds on the clock. And I did it like that. And when I got back to the table, boss man was like, yeah, don't ever add more time. On the clock, my boy. During a real game, you only got yeah. until the buzzer, and then you got to get off the court or else, uh, you, or else your team getting fined. Yeah. You know, so, but it was a good learning experience. And uh -huh. ever since then, you know, I did uh, that first season, like half the season, because there was four hosts at the time. It was me, Mel, uh, Tiffany Ogle, and Bashara. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, man, and I did that, and ever since then, after that, I did 100 and 160, 179 consecutive games, 225 wow. plus. Oh, that's, that's dope. So, then what was your favorite part of the job? Honestly, um, I ain't trying to like sound political or nothing, but they say Milwaukee is one of the most segregated cities, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite parts is just seeing the blend the of, city. of everybody, mm -hmm. no matter what you identify as, what you look yeah. like. Everybody slapping five, you know, yeah. there for yeah. one common common goal, and that's to get a fucking W. That's yeah. it. You know, so that was my favorite part, man. That was. And you was hosting when we ain't had many coming. We definitely Chicago used to come to Bradley Center. Uh, oh, take over. Heavy. Good Lord, I hated it. So much red. So much red. I'm glad they got rid of it at the time too, because they they know who Superior is now, right? They know who yeah. Superior is. They don't they don't come they don't come with that BS no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. So, so oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna ask if you had a favorite memory from that time okay setting aside the championship did you have a favorite memory or favorite story or anything like that um probably uh one it's so hard to say favorite but uh, no one, one, one of them is uh it was funny this is just a funny moment to me uh I, I did the song uh let it fly for the bucks mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like out of nowhere and i got picked somebody took pictures of it um Bango come out of nowhere with a pen and a pad. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what you want? Man, he's like, I'm like, because my song, he's like, he's an song, autograph. Your song, I'm like, you want my autograph, Bango? Like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, no way. Um, another another favorite is, you know, first black president, uh, Bill Clinton. Oh, Jesus. Why did they expect that during Black Jesus History Month? Christ. Not during Black History Month. Now we giving Jesus it to Bill. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm messing with you, but no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bill Clinton came up to me after a game at uh, Bradley Center and was like, you know, came up and shook my hand. He was like, hey, great, great show out there tonight. I'm like, what? Like, no oh, way. That's crazy, and though. And luckily, somebody behind him was taking the picture. He was like, hey, man, you want this picture? I'm like, yeah, you think <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want the picture, bro. It was, it was cool. No, I voted for a gore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That was one, a uh, couple of my favorite memories no, right there. So I'm sure there's some more. I got to dig in the ar archives. No, that's <laughs> like crates. All right, so um, after hosting the Bucks, you land with the Aces. How has that experience been for you? Um, back to back world champions, that's man. Yeah, that's crazy. Now I gotta say, Eric loved the Aces. I was yeah, actually at the what game was it? Game I can't remember what game. I think it was Game Four of the finals in Vegas. 
and I was in the suite, and I actually met your girl, and she had the baby, and I was like, she, I was like, she's, like, I'm from Milwaukee. She's, oh, I'm from Milwaukee, and I was like, yeah, you know, I used to go to uh, high school with uh, Joe, and she said. Joe? <laughs> like, my Joe? I'm going to back up with it. <laughs> I said, I guess Wait a so. Minute. But I was like, that's so crazy. Like, just Milwaukee finding itself again. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, like the Aces. What's that been like? Man, it's been, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, such, it's been such a blur, honestly. I'm just so uh, grateful to be a part of that. Uh, I went out there. They were looking for a host. And, you know, I went out there an audition hit him with that razzle dazzle yeah, there was there was it was a scrimmage which is wild i'm just thinking about that right now it's another scrimmage there was no fans though because it was kind of still end of mm. pandemic mm. type of situation going on and i went out there and did my you know i didn't give him the whole sauce i ain't speaking <laughs> the whole but I, I gave him enough for them to be like yeah this this our dude right here so um that's what's up did that and went out there and man we fucking won you know and I'm like let's go then we, then we won again and I'm like oh yeah yeah no, <laughs> the so energy is crazy oh sorry and I was gonna say that just jive something for me so like the pandemic years so like I guess 21 for the Bucks 22 for Aces or I guess 20 I don't know whatever 22, years 23 yeah, yeah so like what was the different like you were actually in the arena so like what were those arenas like what was the vibe like like how how was it for you because your whole job is like bringing the energy up and it's like there's nobody here or it's hardly anybody here well by the time i was hosting there were there were fans oh, okay. in the seats uh okay. just when i auditioned gotcha. you know they were like mm, we, it was like more of a private kind mm-hmm. of scrimmage mm-hmm. and stuff like that so uh but the difference uh is for the bucks we won game six at home you know, mm-hmm. we were at home for for the W. We were away when we won mm-hmm. because uh, it's, you only you only get five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So uh, is when we when I won the first one with the Aces, I was actually on the plane to Vegas, <laughs> and we won the day before my birthday. Oh, okay. that's what's up. So when we land, by the time we landed, like we champs. You I know, right, I almost it's got just kicked. Off, for you. Almost got kicked off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you gonna kick me off in the air? Like, come on, man. Because I'm I'm in the plane screaming. We watching the game. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, you know, land that motherfucker quick. You couldn't tell me shit. You know. So, um, but the difference was like just walking, just walk, just looking around. You know, I'm I'm behind the free throw line like behind the basket when Giannis scoring 50 you know it's crazy and I'm, and I'm looking around like we 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 did this shit and I got goosebumps right now I'm I like, did yeah, too I, I was crying like I got, I'm looking around and and I, and honestly I don't it's not like a manifestation of something bad but I'm just I'm soaking it in I'm just like man this could be the last time I'm in here doing it like this like for real like what if it was I'm just looking around like damn just taking it in we fucking did this yeah. shit ain't, no, ain't nobody thought we was gonna do that shit mm-hmm. to me except yeah. for me <laughs> on, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. but like everybody else they're like man Bucks ain't about to win and, and we was down 0-2 yeah. mm-hmm. you know yeah. so I mean they the Suns they, they flew in it was second I remember section 119 they had like <laughs> half the section oh, game what? 4 cause they thought they was gonna sweep our shit mm. so they was counting in our house one <laughs> Two, three, Giannis at the line, but you know, so he was clutched in. Like he was yeah. knocking them down in the free throw. Yeah, or so, like in the finals. Yeah, but uh, this the difference is, <clears throat> excuse me, just one at home at the crib, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm so grateful for Las Vegas embracing me. You know yeah. how they did because they were like, who the fuck is dude? You know, and easily <laughs> they could have been like that, but yeah. they they wasn't and. Uh yeah, it's family. It's family in Vegas too. That's so. what's up. I see shells in the comments at all. Snap, we got a Milwaukee legend in the building. <laughs> talking about, you know? <laughs> all right, so we talking about the finals experience and just 
thinking about the fact that you were able to host for an NBA champ and a back-to-back WNBA champion, like, are there any similarities and differences between the two final experiences? Or does it feel like, like it's the same? Or is there any differences between the two? It's definitely a difference because, you know, you want the team to come back for, you know, I didn't want the Aces to come back for Game Five, especially his last one, yeah. because you know you playing against New York. The league yeah. is in New York. I, I'm not saying. No, I'm just saying, man. Like it's gonna be tough, and they they they're just some beasts over there. <laughs> they some beasts over there. You know, Sabrina Unescu. You know, Brianna Stewart. Uh, you know, John Quell. They they going crazy over there. I feel like they built that team just to try to stop us, and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, That's how it seems. we had eight players that last game. Especially mm-hmm. after the, what, what uh, they won. What was it? They own in season tournament. They won the, they, uh, not the, NCAA, the Commissioner Cup. The Commissioner it's Cup. It's yeah. called Commissioner so like Cup. New York had beat them earlier, so. In our house, too. Mm, yep. Yeah. So we won this past season. We only lost, technically, uh, one game at home mm. in the regular season. Take uh, You take that, the Commissioner Cup, that's two, but that don't count as regular season. Right. It's its own thing. But they can have that. You know, they, they, they can have that one. <laughs> they got, we got the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Got the other one. Yeah, we got that big one, though. I feel it. No, I feel it. So you won All-Star Weekend, right? All-Star Week This past weekend Yes, yes How was that? Amazing, man It was my first one um, Technically, it was my first one Last year, I did the NBA TNT Roadshow On yeah. Thursday mm-hmm. uh, But I left right away Friday So this time uh, To be asked to be a part of the Convention Center uh, Activities that's going on And, you know, uh, NBA crossover I was representing, uh, you know, we was at the Starry Court, so we had our own LED court. Oh, they was giving away twenty five thousand dollars a day Ooh. to the highest score, whoever hit more three, the most threes. Hey, I, I need to be there next time. Let me go <laughs> and get some money in this motherfucker. They was giving away some bread. They was giving away some real bread, man. It was crazy. You Question about the LED court. Like, can you actually feel the difference, or does it feel like a regular basketball court? You can feel the heat from the lights. I'll mm. tell you that. Yeah, I wasn't actually on the one that they were uh, for like All Star Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I was there for Saturday night though. It was uh, was amazing. Don't you know, besides the dunk contest. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but the LED court were, that we were at in the convention center was it was it was dope, man. It was you brick. It's a brick on there. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, that's some 2K stuff right yeah. there. They had the NBA Jam, Tim Kitzrow. That, that's an air ball. Like, <laughs> oh, no. it, was, it was Team Lim versus Team Lime, and I was mostly like Team Lim just talking shit to Team Lime. You know? That's hilarious. Cool. So did you get a chance to like do any kind of other hosting gigs like throughout the weekend or use more so like just enjoying it just enjoying it man and just doing you know my putting in my time at the convention center so Fair uh it was so much going on though like the convention center was crazy man there was a there was a uh nba id uh station where you they take your picture and put you on a card and put it in a case like you like a real card oh, you know awesome. so See, the all-star oh, experience sound like it's super dope so indiana just had it mm-hmm there's been talks about Milwaukee trying to get it for 27 or 28. Yeah. Now that you've been to an All-Star weekend in another Midwest city, do you think Milwaukee can host an a All-Star game? Why not? Right now, we're going to we need a couple more hotels probably. Uh, they, gonna, they building them. Yeah. yeah I mean, I could definitely, I could see it. I can envision it for sure. Um, the plaza is just a, a dope place to be. Yeah. Uh, the, the way they revamped downtown is just mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, the ripple effect is what they used to call it. Remember, it's like, yep. oh, the ripple effect. Like once we were, built this, right? And uh, in, in a way, they were right. You know, so mm-hmm. the Deer District, all that. Like, I can see. I mean, we had sixty-five thousand out there for mm-hmm. you know the final run. Yeah. Yep. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of, I definitely yeah. caught. I definitely caught COVID after that. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely. I'm glad you're here, brother. Thank I'm you, glad thank you're here. <laughs> no, that was the last. Anybody else got any other questions for Joe before we uh, let let this man enjoy the rest of his evening? Oh, uh, no, man. That's it. Hold on, man. Oh, no. <laughs> well, one more. Has the experience that you've had as far as like hosting, hosting for the Bucks, hosting for the Aces and things like that, is that... And you went to school, like you said, for broadcasting journal. And I ain't graduate though. Still, you. I went you, to school. It was already a passion there. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, for sure. Has this allowed you to kind of really, in essence, follow that path? Like, are you where you like? Okay, this is where I'm trying to be at. Or are you still trying to go a little further than this, bro? I'm just getting started. I That's swear, what I like I, to I hear. I swear I am. Like in. I've done like I, I told you I was like man it's cool if I have my phone now because I gotta go through my pictures just to remind myself what I've done. <laughs> no, like, I'm not, like it's so it's such a blur. I really don't let it have a. I don't let it sit. I don't. I don't let it marinate nothing. I'm like dang. So when I actually do think about, it, I'm like oh, I really. I'll tell you this. Cause I can, go ahead. Y'all kicking man. me out of no, no, you good. Okay. Um, it was a full circle moment. So in in Indianapolis, um, you know we got to interview Miles Turner, mm-hmm. uh, Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, Oshkosh. What up? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, who else we we see? Cat, uh, you know, he had the deep voice. On. I was gonna say which voice? Which voice? <laughs> Actually, shit, you can he ask the same question for Halliburton. He had the, he had the deep voice. Yeah, I can see you. <laughs> Halliburton voice be changing mid sentence. But uh, no, so it comes for Giannis. Giannis Sunday, he come, he pulls up, and we giving him an interview. And when he walks on the court, he look at me, <laughs> and he like. You you with the Bucks? He's like, yeah, you Milwaukee, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like what up? He's like, what happened? <laughs> the like, question everybody who go to Bucks games want to know. I'm like, I told him because we're literally about to have an end. Like we're on the court, mics in hand. I have to be like this <laughs> to talk to him. So I'm like, hey, I was like, man, I was like, long story, man. Uh, I was like, but hey. If you want that championship energy back in Fireserve, just let me know, bro. That's what I'm talking about. And I told him, he was like, you were with us with the championship. Yep. And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. And I was like, go ahead, bring me back, dude. So it was just a full circle moment. Then, you know, literally like 40 minutes later, here comes Asia. And now we interviewing Asia. And it's just... That I ain't gonna lie. After I was done off my ship, I was in my emotions. Like, for real. I was like, damn, because... You know, I really believe this shit, like, for real. Like, I, I love what I do. Like I said, I love seeing all different walks of life come together for one common goal. You know, I wish we could do that outside of sports, too, yeah. for the most part. But if we could harness that energy and, and put it to, apply it to whatever we want to, whatever we want to do, whatever goal we're trying to make as a people, like, yeah. we can do that. That's a fact. That's a fact. And like Shell said, that's dope as hell Giannis remembered you. Man. <laughs> Jeff added, call downtown Giannis Town. Hey. That is that is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> Five serve all that. That's all Giannis down. For real. I can see them using the the Panther Arena as like the Coliseum. Mm. I mean, you got everything right in a row. It's all you next to each other. Convention Center. You got the Mecca. You got the Auditorium. You got um, obviously Five Serve. You have the open space. You have Deer District. All the bars. Like it's it's set up. Like they've done a really good job of developing that area. So like I don't see any reason outside of the lack of hotels right now. Why mm-hmm. we? I mean weather. I guess. I'm I'm saying saying holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but again, like most of the events take place inside. So it's like yeah. it's not like that's gonna affect the you know Saturday night or the right. celebrity game or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Like some of the belly aching that I've heard and I. 
I don't know why I said belly aching. Belly oh, oh, because you old. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was old. Uh, hungry, bro? You know, no. Right. Um, but like, it's just like. It's one weekend. Like, it's a weekend right. to showcase a NBA city that people mm-hmm. otherwise might not have come to. Yeah. Um, they want to come. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was trying to be, uh, you know, magnanimous. But, like, it's one weekend. It's an opportunity for the city to reap some of the benefits of having an NBA mm-hmm. team on top mm-hmm. of everything. Like, think about how much business came to Indianapolis this weekend yeah. that otherwise wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Think about beefs. how many... Huh? Beefs. Shannon <laughs> Alright Mike You always take it left I'm, <laughs> I'm like, just saying It's I mean, all I mean, kind of stuff I guess for me It's just like This is a good opportunity And it's, it's like They're going to these cities Salt Lake City last year Cleveland the year before that right. Like all these places That again San like, Francisco oh, next year yeah, that's a different beast. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's opportunities For people to see everything Like you got new arenas Coming up The economic impact Of downtown yeah. Like on these things Like Shit, I was thinking about if it's 27, 28, that's going to be our 10 year. Like, Tech I'm 10 year. I'm trying to do something mm-hmm. more. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> money that could be coming in our pocket because we hosting something. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, like, that's a good thing for the city. So, like, all these people, like, oh, I'm good. You know, they're going to talk shit about. I don't give a fuck about any of that. They're like, going to always man. talk shit about us, man. Even when we won. They were still talking. They're still talking. They'd rather talk about the Lakers and what's going on. Like, man, we, do you see we just won? <laughs> Come on, man. Right, man. So, I don't know. I get, I get, I get annoyed <laughs> by it because, like, I'm no, like, absolutely. even in, in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> even in Milwaukee, like, we kind of down talk ourselves and, like, try to little bro ourselves. And it's like, no, yeah. we a real life major league city. Like, embrace mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Except that, like, you know, we can do these things. Like, we won a championship. Like, we can do yeah. anything, really. That's a yeah. fact. And it was cool. It was cool it being in Indiana, watching the locals walk around, being excited about it. You know, I, I just envisioned that for Milwaukee. Like, man, the All-Star is the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And just to have a chance to be there and be and represent, you know, it's Milwaukee exactly. and Las Vegas mm-hmm. as one of the best top tier, like, that's got to be done. Come on, man. What? <laughs> no, I feel it. Jeff added, if you go to Racine, you have enough hotels. I ain't going to hold you, Jeff. Wait, I ain't wait, trying wait, to go to Racine. Wait, wait, trying to go out there. I ain't trying to go to Racine, brother. I'm Racine. glad I live. Racine? No. Nah, How y'all yeah. strip clubs in Racine? No. Oh, no. Nah, every time I go to Racine, <laughs> some shake. <laughs> got the shady shake joints. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff also added that somebody from Appleton, Wisconsin, Milwaukee is a really nice city to be in. I've never had an issue. Hey, listen. I was making a joke because I didn't realize Milwaukee was the fifth biggest city in the Midwest like I thought we was probably like nine ten I'm like no we fifth biggest in the Midwest cause it's small to us cause everybody right, feel like yeah, everybody, 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 know, everybody, everybody yeah. know each other for the most part mm-hmm. no, I feel it but we appreciate you coming through, sure. Joe. Can I can I give y'all something actually? And I got I forgot I didn't know y'all uh, had the producer over here. So oh, I got yeah. when I come back if I'm invited back. I oh, got you, you of course invited back. You Open invitation, my brother. Open but, uh, anytime. Yeah, here man, on go, Tuesday. Go ahead and, oh, we know, got a bad, we got a good back. It's, it's one or something for everybody in there, and then y'all can like divvy up the other two. It's like two and two. Yeah, so that's. Oh. I got y'all a couple Gatorade. So we the last pickings. Hold on. We at the end of the line down here. Exactly. We getting the last pickings. Get my tags on. The slim pickings. No, I see a bucket hat in these, here. Man. These are like, I, uh, I want to say game bucket. worn towels, but I, oh, I washed them. <laughs> <laughs> I washed them. Oh, we good. We good. <laughs> we got some Starry merch. Yeah, shout out Starry, man. I need a beanie, though. Here, take the yeah, beanie, fam. Oh, you, uh, you look There's like a, a couple beanie. bucket hats in there. You want a bucket oh, hat? I know. You want a beanie? 
And it is Black History Month. I got to remind y'all, I was, went to Africa uh, twice, too. Yeah. Oh, what? See, yeah. now we got to have another pod to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> we got some starry merch. We got some bucket hats. We got some oh, yeah. Gatorade towels from the All-Star Weekend. No, no. It's not from the All-Star. The, the hats are. The hats are from sure. All-Star. Shout out Starry. But um, the towels are either from a Bucks game or Aces game, for sure. Oh, well, yeah, way, I'm, I'm going to do this real quick. Go ahead. Get us to one of these family celebrities out here. I don't know who style it was, but every time I tell people about this towel, it's going to be Adrian Wilson style. <laughs> you ain't wrong for that. You ain't wrong for that. Shout out Asia. Hey, and I'm gonna say this is a Chris Middleton towel, which for that you gotta watch this twice because that brother sweat sweat. <laughs> like Charles Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we appreciate the gifts and we, we appreciate do. your time. Thank man. you guys. Like, I really thank you for coming y'all. through. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Appreciate you. I feel like I'm getting I'm far away. No, anyway, okay, you want to chill? You can chill. Uncle Phil throwing me out. You want to stick around? That's fine. If you want to chill, chill. We here. We here. It's on you. It's your. It's your call. We have to start talking about some NBA stuff right now. Appreciate y'all. Nicole said this was great. So shout out Nicole. Yeah. Love you, fam. Ah, you bro. You be safe out here. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it, man. Man, that was cool. All right, cool. everybody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Say bye to the, to the video, folks. <laughs> but no, that was dope. Definitely appreciate Joe. So if y'all have not known about Joe, y'all haven't followed that man. Listen, first of all, if you're from Milwaukee, you got to. Like this, mm-hmm. like, as Shell said earlier on, a Milwaukee legend. Somebody mm-hmm. who's doing big Be things. Past the time. And putting on for the city <laughs> in the meantime and in between time. And you always love that Milwaukee energy. So make sure y'all check out Joe. Support him. If you're ever in Vegas for an Aces game, you're going to hear that voice. You're going to know sure. it. Feel proud about it. Yeah. Feel proud about it. I was going to say, like, I forgot to ask why you were on mic. But, like, obviously you have the very famous Go Bucks. Like, what do you say for the Aces? Like, what's your, what's your catchphrase? <clears throat> we got to hear it. Yeah, All right. No, so um, when, I, when I went to the Aces, my homegirl CJ, co-host, shout out CJ, um, I was like, man, I want to bring something to the table. She was like, what's up? I'm like, man, I want to do a chant. Mm-hmm. So before every game, you know, Get everybody up. Right at tip off. Aces. Everybody say Aces. Las Vegas. Aces. Aces. Uh-huh. Aces. Aces. All the way until tip off. So it's oh, like, imagine an imposing team coming in. And that's, uh-huh. all and that's all you hear. Like, the whole no- arena. Yeah. It's live. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> it's live. That's it. Yeah, that's lit. So yeah, the social at your favorite Joe. At your favorite Joe. At your favorite Joe. Make sure y'all follow Joe. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, man. Faces, go (laughs) Faces. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, bro. That feel like a great segue here into talking about NBA, talking about All Star Weekend here. So, Eric, I'm actually let's start with you because if we talking about All Star Weekend, I feel like your topic is the right one to kick us off. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it. Can you straighten us out on the web, the webcam? I thought about it, but I, I like sitting here. I'm comfortable. I'm by my buddy. <laughs> I'm sitting next to my best friend. Eric, I'm like, I'm about to leave. Like, I, don't even, I don't even know. Um, yeah, so like, there's been a lot of conversations. I'm, I'm going to assume everybody watching this has at least seen some bits and pieces of All-Star Weekend, mm-hmm. All-Star Saturday Night, All-Star Friday Night, the game on Sunday, whatever. Um, as with everything NBA, I feel like the topic of conversation is criticism. Always, 
Like, and so that, this time it's about the competitiveness of the All Star Game itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So being cre- constructive with our criticism, do you think one that NBA All Star Weekend All Star Game needs to be fixed? And what's one thing that each of you, one of you, some of you would choose to do to fix the competitive competitiveness issue? NBA um, I feel like we need they need to make the game mean something. So if that's either the winning East or West team get like home court advantage for the I finals, like when they go, I don't like that. Or it needs something or like what, yeah, with the in season tournament, what they they got money or money. something like that. So if you put money on the line, it makes it seem like they will, everyone will be more competitive. Like I understand, like it's a trip, it's a vacation. Like don't nobody want to go hard, don't nobody want to get hurt. Like everybody bodies and stuff banged up. But I feel like if you put a stipulation or put something in that makes them like, oh, like we win, we get this. I feel like that will make it probably a little more competitive. Money answer all the, that, that answer yeah. every question. We saw mm-hmm. it with the end season tournament. Uh, the only reason I don't like when people have been suggesting not just you because I've heard of the people saying like hey it should mean like whoever win that conference gets home court like mm-hmm. the regular season supposed to mean something like we ain't gonna yeah. do these 82 games and then at the end of it that has no bearing on how you fare in the standings mm-hmm. like I'm not here for it me personally uh, I don't watch the all-star game thinking it's gonna be competitive like I'm watching it to try to see some cool highlights to see something to make mm-hmm. me laugh like Luca trying to get that that dunk and he getting hung like that was funny <laughs> he was out here bullshit and then Dame come down he hitting half court threes but that's not a heave like he's walking into it like a jump shot like stuff like that that makes the all-star game cool because for me all-star Saturday night is actually like the most exciting part of the weekend to me and what they did this year with like Steph versus Sabrina Hope they keep that, that going. Love that. Um, and if they could add like a one-on-one tournament, that's something I would try to to get on board. King like, of the court. Let's get some kind of king on the court one-on-one tournament or something like that. And I think that they should move the three-point contest to the end of the night on All-Star Saturday night. I think it's time. Welcome. Because I've been there for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I think it's time. Because <laughs> it's, again, like it's your biggest stars. You want to make that your marquee event. Like, like, imagine if Steph versus Sabrina was the closing event. It would have been a great night. Like, like you would have left on a high note. Yeah. And it, you can't be disappointed with a three-point contest because everybody can hit threes. It's like, yeah. the dunk contest is kind of like, if you don't hit it on the first one, it kind of waters it down. Mm-hmm. And then, like, nobody really wants to do it anymore. So, um, I'm with you there. Or I guess you with me there. Yeah, me I'm joining you. you. Hmm. I don't know. It's a little... I mean, y'all mentioned the money part, but I feel like keep it some of that pride and ego should still kind of kick in you know what i mean because like earlier all-star games a lot of people was talking about the defense being mm-hmm. played right i think the most competitive we had lately was the one where we had the kobe uh, 2020 it? the first year of the elam ending the elam ending so that made a difference maybe bring that back well we saw it the last couple of years and it wasn't see the thing what it is if after the like if they can do the first three quarters where they playing around and it's still close you mm-hmm. know you're gonna get a good fourth because mm-hmm. at that point the competitiveness kicks in and they don't want to lose but this one this past year this boy they ain't gave a shit from the gym yeah. the east was too far ahead where it's like we ain't gonna be able to do nothing in the fourth quarter anyway mm-hmm. well, i mean tyrese came out hit five in a row back that to, was back crazy to, back to back to back like good lord oh, shout crazy. out to carlson towns that man was yeah, out was here balling. on a mission he, was he, was game. he dropped 50. he was he trying was hard bro he dropped 50 like, in the l after a, week, a couple <laughs> weeks after dropping 60 in the l oh you had to go there i'm just saying I mean, I think shit. He damn near got what thirty in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> no but 
but and then go. so there was a point in the game where Giannis came out and was really trying to play some defense at one point where he had like KD trapped in the corner was trying to like yeah. but I feel like excuse me after that possession again the East was so far ahead it was kind of like ah eh, whatever because after that KD came out after that Steph came well Steph still stuck around for the most part but KD went back to the bench and he ain't come back the rest of the game like Steph wanted minutes he wanted to play right, but yeah. there was different points where it's like okay either the West really gonna try to make a push or what's up like it's I don't know I, the, the like I said I, I like the Elam ending because I, I felt like that that kept it closer than putting up 200, 200 points 200 is crazy points. 200 is points is That's crazy and everybody on the damn bench getting what twenty five apiece. <laughs> 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 That's wow. You put up what? How much did the uh, West have? One eighty. Somewhere around there. Yeah, the cat got like fifty of them. <laughs> Come on now. But that's the thing too, because like on paper the West squad, you're like, man, they are stacked. Just loaded. Yeah. We were talking about that during the group chat. Mm. But the East team had the younger guys, and like they were gonna play a little bit more than mm-hmm. the older vets in the West. And we thought Kawhi Leonard ain't going hard to All Star game. No, he had a crazy three though. But like that was it. Like they weren't trying. Like LeBron didn't play the whole second half. Yeah. Like I think that to your point about like pride and competitive, like natural fire. Like it, sure. But like if you look at it from their perspective, it's like. All-Star Weekend basically starts Thursday and goes all the way through Sunday. From the time that they touch down in that city to the time they leave, like, they have events. Like, they have mm-hmm. brand events. They have league events. They have to do charity stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going... They have the parties and, every, like, which doesn't sound like work, but it is work because they're supposed to show up to host these things to get people to come out to go to them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's work for them the entire time when their teammates are in Cabo or Cancun or wherever, like, everybody else has that week off. So, like, you get them to the end of that week where they have to do all this work, and then it's on top of a game that they're supposed to play, and then their team is probably somewhere like, hey, man, don't get hurt because we got to go, you know, we got this stretch run to go through. Like, there's a lot of things that have kind of, like, watered down the experience for an Mm all-star to where it's like, hey, man, everybody... Go out, have fun, try not to get hurt, and let's you know, let's get on so we can at least have our little three day vacation or whatever. So then riddle me this, and I'm sure this is brought up quite often. What's the difference between the all star ob- obligations mm-hmm. and Drew League, Summer League competitiveness? We've, we, and, and, and it's still the don't get hurt. We've had the conversation though. It's different because in the summer, it's the summer. Like if you got hurt in the summer, God forbid. But if you mm-hmm. did, you gonna have months to get healthy before mm-hmm. your team is getting ready to make some noise in the playoff. But like if you get hurt during All Star, you only have yeah, a third of the season left. Mm-hmm. Like it's right you turn before. An ankle. Like imagine Chris Chris Middleton just turned his ankle what two three weeks ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. We still don't know when he's coming back. Imagine that happens in the All-Star game. Somebody takes the three, and then they land on somebody's foot accidentally, and then they're out for a month. You only have a month left coming back. Their team could go from second in the West to ninth in the West. To like, a playing real quick. team. Like, it's the worst thing like, I don't want to take. Yeah. Um, it, so, it, like, if you do incentivize them with money mm-hmm. or, like, just get their competitiveness going in a safer environment than, like, an actual five-on-five, like... For me, I was looking at it like, can we do what they've done with the Rising Stars game? Where that's yeah, that's kind of fun now. You know, you kind of shake up the teams. Not everybody's playing the entire time. You know, like you have, let's say you have, you expanded to fifteen 
from each conference. Then you got 30 players to choose from. You mm-hmm. div- divvy them up into three or six teams or whatever it is, and then just run with those squads in like a round robin kind of tournament thing. And then everybody gets like a five, eight, ten minute stretch to run out, try to score as many points as they can, and you know, like just make it like a round robin tournament to that extent where it's like you can't just you can go hard in little five minute stretches and not mm-hmm. really you know like accumulate the wear and tear that you necessarily would in a full 48 that's an idea uh, we got some ideas in the comments too uh shell said bringing professional dunkers for the dunk contest honestly i don't think that's gonna get people excited because there's no name like you're gonna see the dunks and be kind of like ooh, odd but like i'm not sure <laughs> if that actually solve the problem quote yeah, they unquote damn near have professional talkers in it now and nobody cares contest. about it and bill added is it possible to have all-star weekend before the finals and that kind of is like the nfl model like the pro bowl is the weekend before the super bowl i think mm-hmm. the pro bowl matters even less than the nba all-star <laughs> yeah. game they changed for it to that the, reason the flag game in which made it and they do all the like they do like the obstacle courses mm-hmm. and dodgeball yeah, I that. yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool like that's what I think they got. Like, just kind of mix up All Star Weekend. Maybe add some. Make the skills tournament a little bit shorter. Make that part a little bit shorter. The I don't think we you need know, four events. If they did it before the finals, or like have that, because there's always I think that week gap before the finals start or whatever. The it case ain't may that be. long. It's no. a couple days. Well, then maybe they can make it a week. You have the All Star <laughs> that week, right? But you always gonna have it in the location that warm weather. It's gonna the weather would complement that weekend because it's well. always going to be cool. yeah. weather will always be better but then I, I believe, I, you need a break though right? right in between the seasons so, so that's they, what that's what this is for them so then we have they will have to put something else in anyway and I think like what we talked about with Joe is like the economic impact of All-Star Weekend the reason why these players are so burnt out by Sundays because like this is it's not the NBA Super Bowl, but like functionally, it's the NBA Super Bowl because that's where like all their brand synergy, all that crap, like mm-hmm. gets you know sorted out, and they can. It's a networking event. It's basically like a big ass conference for NBA related businesses, and there mm-hmm. just happens to be a game. It's just so happy. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm just saying that's really what it is. That's what Anthony Edwards said. He was like, uh, "We all look at it as a break. Like mm-hmm. it's all star break. Like we ain't really trying to come out here and compete, compete. It's a break." Like we just trying to get out of here healthy, and that's 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 really it. But I don't know. I had I enjoyed uh, All Star Weekend. I normally do. I like the spectacle of it. I really enjoyed the three point uh, contest. I love the Sabrina versus Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you got to blow the whistle later, so we can we can come back to that. And you want to go next? Um, yeah. So you're speaking of Sabrina and um, Steph in the three point contest. Do you think going forward that this would be? the motto or this would be the thing adding but bringing in more WNBA stars for like the skills challenges or mm. you know three pro contest or having like a three on three tournament but then you choose each team has to have a WNBA player on there or something oh, like that. Oh that would actually be kind of cold. Would, yeah. My uh, idea was <clears throat> top top three uh, WNBA shooters versus top three NBA shooters or mm-hmm. in this case if it's going to be an inaugural one bring back Cat, Steph, and uh, Dame since they're the last three winners mm-hmm. versus the top three. So Sabrina and maybe if uh, I like who, who do I say? Uh, Jaquel Jones was it Jones? No, I don't think so. Shooter. No, no, no. Uh, fuck out. What's anyway? One of the top shooters in the WNBA mm-hmm. and um, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. 
she said she went to college for another year. She said, I'll be back. <laughs> but no, I, I do think that this is the first of more of these types of events. Like, mm-hmm. I love the WNBA integration in NBA All-Star Weekend, and yeah. I hope that what will happen if we do start seeing more WNBA at NBA All-Star Weekend that you'll also see more NBA at yeah, WNBA at w- All-Star mm-hmm. as well. Like, that Absolutely. would be cool if it was, like, always back and forth between the two. Yeah. At least just one little event, like something, where, you know, everybody can come, but that'd be kind of tight. Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, shooting is universal. So, like, exactly. you don't have to mm-hmm. really worry about, like, the the gender politics that go into, like, mm-hmm. the athleticism gap between men and women. It's like, shooters can shoot. Yeah. And that's what... I'll get to it in my blow the whistle, but that's part of the reason why I'm like so frustrated by some of the conversation coming out of it. It's like uh, Sabrina isn't limited to the women's three point line. No, and it's she not, has range, and she mm. made twenty. She had twenty six points. Yes, she would have been in the finals of the regular three. Okay, I'm gonna do it right now. You got the uh, blow the whistle drop. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wait, folks. Hey, he couldn't it, wait. You gotta get it off. He's already in the bag. <laughs> that's how I was thinking of Jewel Lloyd. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I put you on the spot. I got you. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that we can't be Blow the whistle. Like that. Oh, shit. Blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Um, uh, my blow the whistle is on Kenny Smith. Um, uh, how he can watch a great shooting exhibition that we had between Sabrina and Steph. Mm-hmm. And then his main takeaway is that. Sabrina should have shot from the women's line. Yeah, that was nonsensical. Like, like I was just saying, like she has range on the WNBA court. It's not like all her threes are just like towing the line. Yeah. <laughs> threes, like it doesn't make sense. Also, she's the one that said, I want to shoot from the men's line. So yep. like you're not throwing your cape on for her to be like, oh man, she would have won if she would. Like she going up against literally the best shooter of a basketball that we've ever Period. seen in the history of the sport. Yeah. Like, it don't really matter where he shoots from. More than likely, <laughs> he would have been favorite. You know what I mean? Like, it don't, it, it, she doesn't need. Like, but again, like she's one of the best shooters in the world. So like, she wanted to test herself against the best, yeah. and that's exactly what she did. And to your point, she had twenty six, which was the score, <laughs> of high the score <laughs> of the men's competition that we had that night. Like, right. she held her own. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't need an extra leg leg up. She doesn't mm-hmm. need like you to change the boundaries to make it more fair. Like it's fair because she's a shooter and shooters shoot. Talk to him. And then like he doubled down on it when Stephen A. Smith gave him an opportunity to clean it up. He's like, oh well, you know, I got daughters, so check my resume. It's like, <laughs> what? That what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, check my resume. And, like, check my resume. I got daughters. <laughs> I was annoyed by him all night. Like he was right no, about no, the judges, wilding. but he feels like he is the main the main character of NBA All Star Saturday Night, and it's like nobody came here to see you, Kenny Smith. <laughs> like you got your shit off one time twenty four years ago. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. Like yes, that's a sound bite for all of eternity. We don't need you no more. Yeah. Like, you are Damn. annoying. Damn, you don't wow, add wait. anything to the proceedings. I think we was going to go here. I'm going there because oh, I'm tired of shit. Like <laughs> the fact that he's supposed to be here. the smart one on inside the NBA is the reason why I don't watch that fucking show. Cook him. I'm sorry. 
Hey, he gonna listen to this like I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> but like, put the, dumb shit. Like, what were you drinking? Like, what, that's what that's Joel what it seemed like. Yeah, it like, seemed like, like he was little, little. As the night was, went on, I hear sauce. Because earlier I was sitting here like, oh boy, I gotta listen to Reggie. I gotta listen to Reggie Miller all night. Oh boy, this is gonna be tough. Et. And then it switched over, and I was like, yeah, Reggie, yeah, Reggie. Why am I agreeing with Reggie? Because <laughs> Kenny Smith is trash. That's why you're agreeing with Reggie. Jeff added, isn't Kenny Smith known for bad takes? I wouldn't say he's known for bad takes. He definitely has a few. He has a few, but mm. I feel like everybody got some bad takes. Yeah. If you if you talking sports for a living, you're going to have some bad some. takes. I've, I've gone back and heard some of ours, and I'm like, ooh, I'm glad we didn't bring this back up. Because, <laughs> boy, I was wrong. <laughs> but I mean, it's fine to admit that you're wrong, which is where he fucked up. Because, that again, like, he had an opportunity to clean it up. Honestly, they gave him a billion chances during the broadcast <laughs> to clean it up, and he kept doubling down on it then. Then, with the, with the benefit of hindsight... Two days later, he still comes out and said, "It's it's really a much you know much do about nothing." Like, no, it's not. Like, actually, listen to the criticism, take it in, internalize it, and like go forward. Like, it's not that hard to be like, "My bad, I messed up." Actually, you know, it's cool. That's all you gotta say. It's mm-hmm. struggle with that. and you move on. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it was yeah. I mean, Reggie Miller, of course, had a unique perspective because he grew up, as he mentioned, with the greatest basketball player that he's ever known, with Cheryl Miller in his crib. Mm-hmm. So he's like she. Trust me when I tell you Cheryl didn't need no no help. Like she was cooking me as it is. <laughs> help, bro. It's a problem. I need the help when help it comes. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Not her. Help me. Uh my NBA All-Star take. I just wanted to say shout out real quick to the All-Star Milwaukee Bucks. Hey. Malik Beasley was in the three-point uh contest. He mm. had the lowest score of any competitor. You just need to make one more for me, boy. <laughs> one more. Listen, I've re- gambling All-Star weekend, like gambling during the All-Star events. America has you, a problem. I was gonna say you might have a problem. Like that's listen. All my uh, bets. But I did one. I did some, but all my bets was like five. I'm not like Luke. people be betting like some Luka, money. Dallas. Luca did me bogus, fam. <laughs> I was eleven points. Me. All you had to do was get eleven. This motherfucker's at the rim throwing him back off the rim. Did me bogus. Luka got hung on the goddamn rim. I'm like, Luca come on, bogus, Luka. fam. What you doing? That's, that's my dude. I was like, oh, I know Luca. Luca ain't gonna let me shit. down, fam. Like, he tried. Dog. He tried. He was bullshit. He didn't actually. He <laughs> did <laughs> not try at all. Hey, I, had, I, I thought had, he was going to uh, score with him and Jokic. Uh, nah. This motherfucker's like, no, bro, take the ball. I'm like, you, oh, you selling for real. Him and uh, <laughs> I had Steph Curry making over six threes, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That man shot 13 of them things. Now they just was not falling. Mm-hmm. I was just watching them clank, clank, clank. I said, you used up all your magic last night, didn't you? I see. I understand. But no. Todd Bowles. Uh, Malik Beasley is somebody who campaigned to be in the three-point shooting contest at the time when he started his campaign he was leading the league in three-point percentage like it made sense for Malik Beasley to be there and Mm -hmm. my question for him was just like I don't know if his jump shot translates to the three-point contest and then when you watch them you like uh, he jump he jumps high (laughs) Uh, yeah he ran out of time he's going too slow but the cool interesting thing about that was when Dame won because Damian Lillard did win in a dramatic fashion where he needed one on the last rack missed the first four he was just I'm like good lord Dame <laughs> but he said that he would go and practice and he would see Malik Beasley working out with the racks and he's practicing the shooting and he said he was just watching them thinking kind of like you doing too much Bees and he <laughs> said he talked to Malik like you're doing too much I, I've been in three of these contests already the first two that I did I was just like you. I was practicing with the racks. I was thinking about it, and I went out there, and I did terrible. Last year, I just went out there and shot, and guess what? I won. He's like, just take it easy. You're doing too much. To be fair, 
Like if I'm going up Against somebody And they come and try To give me some advice I'm gonna be like You try to sabotage me I'm gonna practice Even harder Give me two rats Right So that's what he said And then you saw that And I was like You know Coming out of the break, one thing I hope for Malik Beasley, like he was shooting almost 48% from three mm-hmm. for the Bucks, which is outrageous. Like that's that's a very high clip. At least somebody was in them. <laughs> that's a very high clip. And once he started the campaign, he had launched like the Let Me In three point contest <laughs> gear. That was on January 19th. So I just wanted to check. From the start of the season to January 18th, before mm-hmm. the campaign started, Malik Beasley was shooting. Forty-seven point five percent from Damn. three on yeah. six attempts a game. Damn, yeah. he's shooting that motherfucker. From January nineteenth <laughs> until the All Star game, mm-hmm. he was shooting thirty-seven point six percent, almost a ten percent drop, pretty much in his three-point percentage uh, on seven point three attempts. Now he's a career thirty-eight, thirty-nine percent three-point shooter. So like. For me to be like, hey man, 30, 38% ain't good enough. Like mm-hmm. that's, you're still shooting at a high clip. It's just that he was shooting at such a high clip. It was kind of jarring. Like, oh, he actually can miss these. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. he could miss. So like if Malik Beasley, now that the three-point contest is behind him, he's not thinking about that. I hope that he can take at least a part of that Dame, you know, advice and just go out there and hoop. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Malik Beasley for so being in the contest. Back, bro, we just yeah. 5% back. If he can get to 40, that's good. Like that's cool. And I looked. It's 46 different NBA players shooting at least 40% from three. That's some wild shit. You said how many? 46 different Jesus. NBA players are shooting at least 40 Wasn't it like 50 motherfuckers with 20 points? <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit is crazy. Like, it's crazy. And then shout out to Dame. I hope that also for Dame, him knocking down all these threes can help jumpstart him because mm-hmm. me and Justin Garcia did an episode of Locked on Bucks. I don't think that's actually out yet. But we did an episode of Locked on Bucks about Damian Lillard and... He got all the sec- second spectrum information. He was looking up all the shot charts, and he's like, "If you look at Dame's shot profile, he's taking all the same shots. They are open. They are literally just not falling." Mm-hmm. That's what I've been saying a lot about. Like, I know Cats is talking about the coaching and stuff like that, or they want to bring up Doc. Doc's name has been, of course, it's easy to bring up. And I'm like, honestly, if you are actually watching our games. He can't go out there and shoot the shit for them. <laughs> them motherfuckers is wide open. They just missing. missing. They're just missing. Like, they are literally wide open, clean, good shots. They mm. are just not falling, bro. I like how you said clean, good shots. I like, like, just some, I don't know. It sounded funny. Good shots. Yeah. But no, I definitely feel like <laughs> open shots, missing. So I hope that now, with the three-point contest behind him and Dame going crazy at the, at the All-Star game, too, he can bring that up. And then just shout out to Giannis because Giannis is amazing. I don't know if y'all have watched the Amazon Prime documentary. I haven't, Not yet. I haven't yet. Um, this is this is cinema. <laughs> this is cinema. <laughs> this is cinema. Okay, this documentary because like Rise was cool, but it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. This is interviews with him and his family. And they really like you finally get to hear his mom like talk. I've never really heard his mom like I've seen her like in videos in the background, but like having her have a mic in front of her and being like. This is what I was thinking or how I was feeling. Like, mm-hmm. it's very, very good. And watching that made me appreciate having Giannis on this team again and the growth and just the journey that we've been on uh, with him in the city of Milwaukee. So, just a random shout out to to Giannis as well. Shout out, Tim. All right, so just to kind of wrap it up, B. Uh, we are now entering the last portion of the season. The last, last third. The real games is <laughs> quote unquote. What are your expectations for your team as we close this season out? 
Kim, why don't you start since you the the sole Lakers fan here? Um, what you need? I just want us to get it together. Um, <laughs> I have no it, like it really. Like from where like the high that we was on like winning the end season tournament to like where we are now is like a complete like one eighty, and now it's just like what the fuck like do we do now? Trade deadline came, we didn't do anything, Mm -mm. and it's like it's not working. So it was like I would have felt a little better if they would have attempted to do something or even did something that was small. But wasn't like, you know, like blockbuster or whatever. But it was like, oh, we tried to do something because what's what we're doing right now is not it's not working. The thing that I hate the most about like all of this is that like people are really coming at Darvin Ham like for his job. And that's bullshit. Like y'all need to like chill out. Like it's no reason to start coming out and blaming him for everything and saying, oh, it's Darvin Ham's fault. It's not his fault. Um, It. Kim's it's, it's I don't know I really don't know like it, it looks like chemistry um it, that could be the issue we're not knocking shots down um it has been rough with us like with injuries um afterwards and everything like that but it just seemed like this is the wrong way of saying it but we just blew our load like nah. for the for the end season tournament like we went like we literally like Went hard. We we went yeah. hard, and then it's like we don't got nothing left in the tank. Like we've been on E after that, so I, I want us I to get like, it together. I want us to go to the playoffs, and we can, we can figure it out from there. I feel like the default for everybody is like if they, the default for everybody is if things aren't going well, push the blame the coach button. Yeah, like, yeah, always, and that's trash. Darvin Ham was a great coach. Yeah, he got shot to the Western Conference Finals last year. No, exactly. I'm saying, go. yeah, we're largely the same team. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the health thing, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, the roster. Yeah, it's basically so. the same team. Hmm. Shout out to AD too. We've been doing yeah, this thing for yeah, the yeah. Bucks. Like, I'll keep it brief. Um, just win, baby. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my expectation. I don't know. Like, I I think that some of the stuff that Doc has implemented worked to a degree, and like, I, I see at least see like the skeleton of okay, things are more functional now. Like you mm-hmm. said, like they were just kind of missing shots. Um, because the defense has been solid. It's been better under since the the coaching switch. Yeah, um, but the offense has kind of fell, fallen off a cliff, and it's that's been worse. really a, <laughs> it's been a byproduct of them just missing the shots that they were making before. So, I mean, shooters are by nature streaky. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that you know, like the offense kind of reverts relatively back to where it was because like they were the second best offense in the league for forever. Um, if they can get back to at least somewhere on that level with the improved defensive uh, performance, like I think that they'll be fine. Like it seems like they've stabilized a little bit, and there's a little bit more buy-in. Again, like it was easier to say that before that Memphis game. Um, oh boy, that Memphis but game. But I can been, also ooh. kind of point to everybody's ready for the break, and like hopefully now, like they've had time off, the coaching staff is a little bit more settled in, um, and like now we can kind of. You know, like it's not so much more on the fly as it was before. Now it's kind of like, okay, we're here, we're we're mm-hmm. set, we know what we're gonna do, um, and let's let's move forward. For me, with the Bucks, real quick, uh, <coughs> I think part of the missing the open shots is that they are also. This is gonna sound wild, probably for some people, but I think that they're also getting used to being in the uh, level of conditioning that they need to be in to play under Doc Rivers and play defense the way that he's demanding 
for them to play defense. Uh, really, I need the Bucks to get healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> more than anything. Like Chris Middleton, need you back, baby. Need yes. you back 22, <laughs> 22, and miss you out there. But uh, need them. And honestly, Dame's got to be Dame. Like if Dame is knocking down shots, he can't be no thirty percent three point shooter. Like we need him up at least thirty five. Like worse than Giannis. He's yeah for over since the coaching switch, I believe it is. He's been shooting at a lower clip from three than Giannis. That's wild. <laughs> Of course, there's a the uh, volume is far oh. different, but I believe Giannis was at 35 percent and Dame was around like 30, 31. Like that can't be. We so need like him to progress to the mean. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> that's really all I need to see from from Dame. Like just knock down them open shots. He's a 37 percent shooter in in Portland. That's all. I, that's what I need. That's what I need. That's it. Health. Dame knocking down shots. Uh, that offense getting better, and I think they'll be all right. Well, since y'all two. Took the on the court stuff. I need our coach and players to stay out the media. They gonna beat them. Stop yapping. They gonna beat them fast. Bro, you, do, you don't bring in Pat Bev, right? Doc Rivers, and, and then Dan tell them Miller, not to beat them. Good them not to be doing interviews. But good lord, that's what they uh, do. They Pat between Pat Bev arguing back and forth with JJ Redick today and Doc consistently th- throwing owners under the bus. <laughs> like we need. Can we? Move away from I'm not used to this. So I'm not used to this. Not on our team. I'm not used to this. It's, it's a new, new, new era, better. <laughs> y'all shouldn't be calling for Mike Boonhoser to get fired. I don't know. Now look y'all. at us. Mm-mm. Well, I said it before. Hopefully, we don't make the same mistake twice in the same season. Well, hey, well, listen. The last time uh, a Bucks player won the All Star MVP, we won a championship. So hopefully, that trend continues now that Dame won the All Star MVP. I know I said this was Asia style, but this is also the Bucks game six style. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Joe. We go every time I tell somebody where this towel came from, it's going to be a different play every time. Every time. Yeah, man. Remember when Brandon Jennings had that fifty-five point game? This that towel. This that towel. <laughs> I should use the towel though, so I ain't want them to sign it. But for it, trust me, it's it. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. It's that fifty piece from the finals, right? <laughs> <laughs> they wiped the flow after the ball hit the ground with this motherfucker. <laughs> See, my towel came from the uh, Indiana game when Giannis scored sixty four. That's that's from my towel. That's the game ball game. <laughs> yeah, that's the game ball game. <laughs> this is actually the, the the towel that they used to wipe off the ball when it got. <laughs> See, yep, yep, yep. Yep. Got all the Space Jam powers on that time. Jeff said, I'm going to say it's from Ray Allen. I don't know if I can go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> that towel be decrepit by now. But no, nah, fun stuff, fun stuff. The NBA season getting ready to ramp up for the final playoff push. The action comes back on Thursday. The Bucks return to the court on Friday against the Timberwolves. I believe that is a game that's going to be on broadcast TV. I love that the Bucks did have the last 10 games or 10 games of their last 40 or so on broadcast tv so i hate it when they on broadcast tv oh broadcast Bro- TV. like national, actually I, yeah, yeah, yeah i was like, talking about national yeah like if you don't have cable you can watch W-M-L-W. the bus yes which i hope they make that a full season thing because people in milwaukee should be able to watch the bus mm-hmm. honestly i don't even know how to get broadcast tv anymore i have an antenna on rtv i do not yeah the bunny ears they the don't have bunny they're not they're just squares now yeah. they don't update the antenna all right let's get into some wrestling craps we can wrap on up. I can hit mine real quick. Um, we're only, what, a month? Nah, let's say two months into 2024. We already have four very solid player hater of the year nominees. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Drew McIntyre, who mm-hmm. basically That's wished his whole gimmick. upon uh, CM Punk and got it and then celebrated it. Said it <laughs> for days like this. <laughs> That's going to be Ken vote. 
<laughs> we got Carmelo Hayes, who's been oh. jealous of uh, Trick Williams um, down in NXT and finally mm-hmm. turned on him. Um, we got Santos Escobar. Whoop who, that trick. What he, he he said something about Ray uh, Mysterio injuring his knee, um, and has basically been living off that since then. And then we got Jimmy Uso. That, oh, oh, oh that Jim. Jim. Yeah, yeah, put this mic down. Go get his kick oh, too. Never mind. I'm not going to derail us. All right. right. Um, and then I'm we got that to. sick son of a bitch, Jimmy Uso. That sick son of a bitch. <laughs> Tell me why, you son of a bitch. Why? <laughs> 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 cost his twin brother the Inter- Intercontinental oh, Championship man. last week. That's After, the second singles title he cost him. Yep, and the third, fourth one overall because he... No, third one, sorry. So, Intercontinental this week. Yep. Universal title at SummerSlam. Yep. The tag titles with Cody. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. So, I think it's just those three. But that's all within the last six yeah. months. So, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. When I saw Jimmy and I heard the bell ring and then he just... He take his little hood off and he just smile and ring the bell. I was like, oh, he's so petty. <laughs> Somebody put a uh, JBL theme song over the ringing of the bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, really quick, who's your leader in the clubhouse for player hater of the year? Damn. Damn. I'm going to say Drew. You take Drew, I'll take Jimmy. Paul. Drew. Oh, wow. Drew. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Who be it, then? <laughs> Drew got the hater in it. He got a, a he got merch being right. a hater. He's at so this cold point. with it, dog. But Jimmy has cost this man titles. Yeah, mad disrespectful. Like that's, I want you to be like Roman. <laughs> what? But you follow a Roman. You with him yeah, only every Roman day. Can be like Roman. <laughs> not the not the nigga that look like me. Carmelo Hayes though, like the heat that he got when he turned on Trick and the way he came out in all black and he's mm. sitting in the ring just soaking it all up. Like yeah, I did that and what. He played his music. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I got you. I think I'm going to go with Jimmy, though, because three three tight opportunities you done cost me, that's, that's a lot. He was holding his neck, holding his head up by his nah, neck. Like, bro, come see, on, dog. I'm sorry, fam. You got to see me after that, fam. Man. You feel to throw hands. They match at Mania going to be fun. Yeah. Cause I can't wait. You, you got, I'm going to open a whole can on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it'll be like a stipulation match, maybe like a cage match or some shit like yeah, that. It don't even matter. Just, I just want to see Jimmy whoop that trick. You mean Jay? <laughs> yes, sorry. I want to say, oh, playhead of the year. Hey. I feel like this segues into, Ken, what you wanted to talk about this week when the world of pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. Talk about hate. Player, hater. Yeah, right. speaking of hate. Hate, 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 hate. I'm hating hard as a motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hate, oh, hate, this hate, is gonna be hate. I'm sick of the rock monkey ass. Let me say that right now. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga, dog, come out. I'm tired of it, fam. Oh, uh, y'all can have heel rock and all that shit. Like, go back and make a movie, bro. Let me see. Why are you on this? Like, I don't know. What's wrong with anybody that goes fam. up against his precious Cody? Right. He ain't, he ain't are you a Cody crybaby? It ain't even about that. It ain't even about that. What's it about? about? Fuck them. That's what it's about. Hey, this is me. Every time the rock theme song come, I'm like, man, I want to hear that shit. Get the fuck up out of here, man. Why is he wearing sequins? (laughs) (laughs) Where's his sleeves? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, man, I'm sick of that shit, man. Oh, this nigga irritate, dog. Like, I don't know. We're gonna put Ken as the fifth member of Player Head of the Year. (laughs) Put me on there, not his Cody. (laughs) Hey, man, but they 
I haven't done my nigga bugs, man. Fam, come on now, man. Listen, he bitch slapped him. That's what I'm saying, fam. Like, come on, they be hoeing my nigga, dog. He gonna he gonna get his. Like, he got the Sonic rings knocked out his ass. Yeah, and I'm supposed to just take that, fam. Like, come on, yeah, because of the rock. Yeah, I just just wanted you to know which side you want. My daddy turned it over in his grave. (laughs) I let this nigga hit me. (laughs) There you go. Had him screaming for the hot sauce. He slapped fire in his ass. I'm telling you that. No, I gotta say, when The Rock came out with the Versace, but it was it was a vest. The sleeveless. I know Eric wasn't a fan of the look, but I was like, I wasn't either. I'm here for it. I I'm like not here it. For it. I loved with his nigga sleeves. At. I loved Hollywood Rock when he had the black vest and he would just come out and he'd be. I think Hill Rock is so fun because one, he's so charismatic. You want to like join in with him on what he do. You want mm-hmm. to cheer for mm-hmm. him, but when he's talking about you, you, you kind of like. You'd be like, boo, but then you'd be like, <laughs> wait, no, I'm not supposed to be laughing at this. You insulted me. Like, when he was talking in Utah, he talking about you, hey, shut up with the hurt before I stop the herpy off your lip. And it's like, oh, Jesus. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I came here for a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault I have a cold sore. Jesus. But like, I, my wife is here. I love it. Now, have y'all seen the people thinking that The Rock was actually talking about Roman the mm-hmm. whole time based on how the angles were? Oh, the y'all fact saw that. that you know, everybody put up the one. The point, yeah. He put up an L. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, I'm like, come on now, bro. Like, nah, Rock just ain't been watching. <laughs> that's all. That, like, that's all that yeah. is. That's all that is. He just ain't been watching. He, he had like, to be oh. special. I'm gonna do something different. But no, I'm I'm here for. I'm enjoying this uh this storyline and where it might go. I'm curious as to what's gonna happen at if they advancing the story at Chamber, even though Roman. I don't think they're gonna be it. there. You know they ain't gonna be there. I don't know why I say I don't think they ain't gonna be there. No, they ain't gonna be there. Maybe Paul Heyman, but it ain't like, gonna be there. Rock. rock uh, the, you don't do surprise appearances with the Rock, especially on pay per view. Like yeah. you need people to pay for people. Yeah. <laughs> so especially with this one being in Australia, boy. Mm. Five four o'clock in the morning. Are y'all gonna get up and hell yeah? Hell. Well, you getting up? We up. No man said I'm the same a, I'm thing. I'm gonna do the rewatch. We usually up around that time anyway. He was like, we. I was like, are we the watching it live? He said yes. The only thing I don't like is with Peacock. Like with the WWE Network, like you, you could just start it over, like as soon as mm-hmm. it was done. Like now you got to wait for them to like process it and then yep. repost it. It's like yeah, it takes too long. What? Hey, come on, when four in the morning? Four, four in the morning on, on the side, Five Eastern. You gonna be in uh, on the East Coast or something? Like? No, I'm be here, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I, I mean, might, I might get up. You could have had an extra hour of sleep. Yeah, I might get up. Four a.m. watching wrestling, but to, I feel like yeah. that's a great. We got one. some coffee and bacon going. A great segue for your topic this week, Tim. Okay, so pay per view. Speaking of which, is on Saturday, and I was premium curious. live event. We're what in a new it? era. I'm sorry. What's Saturday? Saturday? This Saturday. This Saturday. Damn, it's Saturday. Okay. This Saturday. <laughs> is there? Well, I will start with you, Ken. Is there any match that you're looking forward to this Saturday? I don't know. Cody can you say the, so can no. you say the card? All right, yeah, I, yeah, I give him. I give him help. Uh, men's elimination chamber match. You got player head of the year candidate Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Randy Orton. Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. I okay. think that's going to be a good match. Yeah, that's going to be a good match. Yeah. See, the women's one is, is good, too. We got Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton, mm-hmm. Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez, who just oh, came yeah, back. Oh, yeah, she just came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her big-ass back. I love her back. <laughs> this nigga. Uh, uh, then we have the world's uh, <laughs> Women's World Championship. <laughs> we got Rhea Ripley versus really? Nia Jax. Back, back to the 
Hey, listen, the pretty bad. Never in my, <laughs> hey, listen, no. in my 36 no, no, years no. of life, I ain't never heard nobody say I love her. Uh, back. No, a pretty ass back. You know what I'm saying? A pretty back. I had never heard it, boy. Yeah, some of them backs be fire. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, continue with the card. Hang on, yuck your young. Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley <laughs> versus Nia Jax. You got to lick between the shoulder blades, bro. Uh, <laughs> always one step too far. Kiki, Kiki Kizzy that popped out, bro. He can't wait. Tag five ah, after dark and shit. Come nah. on, bro. And then we have the undisputed tag team championship, Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus British Strong Style Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. British strong okay, style baby. weak. That's weak. <laughs> but uh, I guess like the elimination chamber matches, of course, are always the ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. much looking forward to those mm-hmm. are those are some fun matches. But uh, I hope that the way they've been building up Rhea Ripley and uh, Nia Jax, I've been enjoying the build for their match. I hope that main events. Mm, that would be cool. Like just because Rhea's at home, she's mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That'd be dope. She definitely gonna put on the show. Jeff said, now nah, y'all gonna know how it is when I be watching Japanese wrestling live. Yeah, we are. We gonna oh, feel I that for, for a day. <laughs> for a day. But yeah. They got a Saturday, not a Sunday. Thank God. But yeah. yeah. The Elimination Chamber matches, and if this card remains as it is, that was what, four matches? Mm-hmm. I hope they get some time in the chamber to tell yeah, really, a real fun yeah. story. I'm looking forward yeah, to both it. Both sides, too, because there's some, there's some bangers in that mug. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. What, what match you looking forward to the most? What was your question? Um, honestly, it was the men's match. Okay. Uh, like I said, just because of the star power that's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I got Drew winning it, but three. Let's see, Drew, Randy, and shit. It'd probably be between them two, honestly. But the women's match though is more of the toss up. I'm not sure because I think it's gonna be Becky. It could be Becky. It could be Bianca because she's undefeated at WrestleMania at the I moment. I think it's gonna be Becky. Like Becky, do they already setting up yeah. Becky and uh, and Rhea? And Rhea, because like, yeah. they've been kind of yapping a lot. Yeah. So then, what the fuck? They do for it. She do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'd be in a tag match with Jade. I think that's where they're going. Ooh, we! I would love that. That'd be wild. Okay, but yeah, um, the men's match, then the women's match, then the tag team match. Honestly, because I like, I feel like the Judgment Day might be dropping them. Mm. They've really been pushing British Strong Style a lot. That's such a weak name. <laughs> that is. That name. But allowing Pete Dunne to come back to his character, pairing him with yeah. Tyler Bay, uh, pairing them, uh, allowing them to actually wrestle the way that they want to. Yeah, yeah. want to wrestle, yeah. Pete Dunne's character was trash. Speaking of that, I'm sorry, but that... Now that, or before? That goes before. into line. Okay. Yeah. Every time I see the Viking Raiders on my TV, I'm so sick of that. I get so mad. I'm so they sick look of like that. Uh, white supremacists. I don't. They, they was at the Capitol, fam. <laughs> I don't like it. Like every time I see like just the graphic, I'm like, huh. So my question to y'all, because I feel like it is like, hey, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask Kiki him. Kiki Dooch over there. Right. Kiki <laughs> <laughs> over here this week. Uh, Do y'all think that gimmicks like being Vikings can still get over in 2024, or is that just no. a dated wrestling trope? That's I way too dated. And depend on the performer. Like, I think good performers can get anything over, essentially. And winning helps. I don't. No. I don't think. Like, I, I, I think as they are currently, like, no, but. I don't think nobody can get the Viking. I off. think they. But right. <laughs> no, 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 not stinky no, feet. Don't hear that shit. <laughs> no, like I, I feel like if you're gonna do 
a different like a a, a, a gimmick it has to be more something that can be believable but that but something that everybody Relatable. don't believe in so like, yeah. really, like 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 mystical characters because like people there are some people who are like I don't believe nothing in that but you know there are people who are like no that that happened that's real when it was the war well, raiders it was cold well no like I, I have a good they example were. like uh Drew McIntyre is fucking basically Braveheart, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And it's like, weak. it was weak, but he got it over. Like, people enjoyed it. Like, he was at the top of the card, made it in WrestleMania. Like, we don't, we don't an audience. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. They were building to it before they lost the audience. So, like, it was going there. Um, so, it's like. He said Braveheart. But Braveheart <laughs> is, 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 is more realistic than is it? a Viking. Yes, a Viking. Yeah, a Viking in 2024, yeah. a Viking. Viking. Like, the fucking dude at the. The thing at the, the capital, who like dudes a Viking. I'm just saying, like there are people that still ex- these are people that still exist. It's Norse m- mythology or whatever. Like they it's them saying I'm a, like it's it's no mm-hmm. real difference from like other people embracing like their heritage and their gimmick. Like Sheamus being the Celtic warrior, like that shouldn't work on paper, but he's a good wrestler, so he gets the shit over. He he's won so, too. He pale as hell too. So. <laughs> it reminds me of like when WWE switched to the Attitude Era because mm. they were like we're getting away from these like gimmicks that are like unbelievable and Val that, Venus I'm sorry the porn star gimmick uh, I mean that was fire that's that's quite a gimmick yeah. a porn star I, I guess that could be that's more realistic to me than a Viking coming on my TV uh, <laughs> so Val Venus would be alright yeah, I could do. Yeah, everybody get. He got OnlyFans now. Instead I mean, of, does he really? No, I was just saying that. Oh, could be, his his that could be his character. Be. He'd be like, oh yeah, that OnlyFans. would be hilarious. That's basically what Austin Theory was. Was he a selfie Oh yeah, he could have been. That was I, that's I basically like. That. Yeah. Yeah. But that was my question because every time I see the Viking Raiders, I get mad. So when yeah, y'all, <laughs> so I think from this now thing on, suck as a team. Like, when when y'all see the Viking Raiders come on your TV, they definitely boo. Just think of me because I'm gonna be looking just like this. And I'm gonna be frustrated. Just, just laugh, being like, "Oh, Camille's not happy right now because they only like it's because of stinky feet." It's not just because of stinky feet. It's just the whole thing. Like I never, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like I've never been into them, but I don't think it's because of the gimmick. Like I think if they had any gimmick, I'd be like, I don't really. Yeah, like don't. Tim said, they was cold they as, used the, to be as the, really uh, the uh, what was the war, war raiders. raiders? Like when they came in, I still didn't get like they came in with all the hype and people doing because the they, war. They, they, they changed the Viking raiders, raiders right away. War raiders. No, 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 I'm talking about in NXT. Like oh, when no, they war. first came in, is NXT. Like they came in with all that hype. They basically mm-hmm. kept the same gimmick that they had on the indies. People were excited for it. Then slowly they. Cause them heavy machinery, uh, mm-hmm. they always like the big dudes that can move, like yeah. mm-hmm. real, real athletic big dudes. And then Keith Lee was down there at the same time too. Yeah. So like that was the the niche for a while. Was like, hey, we got these real big dudes, but they be move. Kevin Owens, they was kind of putting Kevin Owens <laughs> yeah. in that category for mm-hmm. a minute. Like they got these cats that's crazy athletic, that's three hundred plus pounds, bro. Like watch this, and they was letting them work. And then for and then after a minute, it's just like hell. Even uh. Bray Wyatt and his crew They all was around Around the same time But uh Jeff said it somewhere in there He said Vikingo plays a lucha viking And it works so That's what I'm saying Like the gimmick works Because <laughs> Of the performer a lucha not, Like the gimmick itself Can be anything stupid Like they're Like Fandango Was never gonna work Fandango But like the Undertaker Shouldn't have worked on paper But it did Because Mark Calloway Is a good wrestler 
He's also, still super, making money. I, I, something about that supernatural too. I mean, when he yeah. first came out, it was just an undertaker. Like when yeah. him and Kane, like really was going. But then at it, when they got made, there, so, it was yeah, theatrical. That it was, was more like he got some, especially when he went to the the ministry taker. Yeah. And after that point, you was like, don't mess with him. He got he <laughs> putting people on crosses. <laughs> He body snatching people. He out here doing some scant. Like mm-mm. he was scary, scary when he was the minister. Uh, but that's how it always is. Like they come in with some weird ass gimmick, and then like slowly it evolves into something different. Like Seth was a fucking messiah, or whatever. And the that Monday trans- Night Messiah. Like, that trans. Well, that was a, that was more of a uh, uh, a moniker than a gimmick. <laughs> no, he was really like I'm the savior. Like worship me. He was a cult leader essentially. That's a real thing. That's my point. Like it's so more are Vikings. <laughs> I don't see Maybe no. I'm not going to see no Viking at Cheesecake Factory, but I might. Nah. See a, I might see a witch. <laughs> no. <laughs> he goes. You might see a cult leader in that moment. Right. I might see a whole cult at a table, but I ain't going to see no Viking talking about Valhalla <laughs> while they getting their cheesecake. I don't know. It's people at Renaissance fairs. It's people at all these things. Like these. I, I still have to go to one of those. I want to go to one too. We need to look into that this summer. B. I for fuck real. with the medieval shit, yeah. bro. I still got to go. I just want to be down there, like my me lord. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm talking medieval. Me trusty yeah, steed. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, we gotta look into that this mm-hmm. summer, bro. We, please, we got to record that. That's absolutely. <laughs> I want to see. Negroes do rent fair. <laughs> gotta see it. Gotta see it. All right, let's do some quick hits and get up out of here, y'all. So, the Super Bowl parade took place last week. Unfortunately, it was very American in the fact that uh, a shooting took place. There were two uh, two adults charged with murder in the Chiefs parade mass shooting. And this comes off the heels of two juveniles who were also arrested uh, for the crime. Like... It's so it, it's we had a point in this country where you see that like dang it was a mass shooting at a Super Bowl parade and people were like dang and then they just kept doing what they do because at this yeah. point in this country it happened every week almost yeah like it's it's mass shooting mass shooting mass shooting and we understand now that what needs to happen <laughs> which gun laws ain't gonna happen so mm-hmm. everybody's just kind of in this weird circle of like what well what do we do so I just wanted to bring that up and send out prayers and for sure. <sighs> I, I feel tired I get tired of having to say that like sending prayers to everybody affected like it's it's constant so uh, I know people didn't want to hear about that but that's sports news like that that yeah. happened at a Super Bowl parade like when like I heard it though about. yeah when I first heard it I was like wait what happened I was like well, I don't know you know sometimes it's like unexpected like I didn't expect to hear that mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say like what Joe was just saying. It's like sports is supposed to be like the one thing that kind of unites the community. Yeah, bring people yeah. together, mm-hmm. and like people are there to celebrate their team winning a championship, and then four people go and shoot. Yeah, it only crowd. take a few to ruin everything. Every time, uh, the new the Brooklyn Nets, the New, the new Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets fired their head coach Jacques Vaughn, and they are planning to promote assistant Kevin Ollie to interim head coach. And the last piece of news that we have here, the college football playoffs. It's unanimous playoffs. now. It's official, y'all. Playoffs. It's going to be a 5 plus 7 model as the 12-team format begins in the 2024 season. So, be fun. no more yeah. four-team playoff field in college football. We now have 12 teams. They want to so just make sure they... They get the real best team. So, the Power 5, they're going to get their joints. They all got mm-hmm. one bid. And then you're going to have seven at large. Yep. Which... So I'm with it. Yeah, Honestly, it's gonna be fun. Cause there's so many teams that are like man. Cause like then this past season, uh, who was that? 
I don't know. Florida State? TCU. Yeah, Florida State. Yeah, Florida State because they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, we have a quarterback. They would have got in instead of having to deal with the politics. I was going to say, like, the year before that, TCU cried to get in, and they got their ass blown out. Smoked, boy. So it's like. They definitely got smoked. Like, I get it. And, like, Florida State, granted, like, a lot of people didn't go because they didn't get. Like, a lot of their players dropped out because they didn't get to go to the playoffs. But it's like, they got smoked in a ball game. It's like, it. It usually bore out that the right teams were yeah, in the playoffs, most of the time. Um, but whatever. It's all about money, and they want more yeah. money. So they want all the money. Show me like, the money. Good luck to them. But yeah, that's the that's the show we have for this week, y'all. So we hope that y'all enjoyed. We did something a little different having Joe Brown on the show talking mm-hmm. about his his hosting experiences. So we hope y'all enjoyed that. Give us some feedback on how y'all enjoyed yeah. the interview. If y'all yeah. want to have here, you know, let's bring other people onto the pod and more of that. Fuck Andy Smith. Yeah. <laughs> And let's see. Parting, We're not going to have him on the pod. Right. Parting words of wisdom this week. In, we can have him on the show. I'm just going to roast this beer for 30 minutes. His <laughs> <laughs> beer look like pews. The, the, the parting words of wisdom this week are inspired by the conversation with Joe um, and just just where life has been going in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and I'm going to speak for myself, I'm not going to generalize and say this is for anybody else, but if you relate to the message, then you relate to the message. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I feel like for myself, I don't let myself dream big because I'm scared of what that might look like, mm-hmm. right? The idea of failing can be scary. Like I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to get out here, put myself out here and embarrass myself. I don't want to put myself out here and not make it. Mm-hmm. But I'm realizing that that's not the worst thing in the world. Like, again, the Giannis documentary also was, man, it'll make you feel <coughs> you can run through a wall and do anything at this point. But, like, your dreams should scare you a little bit. They should be that big. They should be that big. Go ahead and chase them. Like at the the worst thing that happens is it doesn't happen, which would have happened anyways if you never did it. Mm-hmm. At least you can say you went for it. And hey, who knows if you go for it, you might actually get it. So for everybody out there on the grind who's sitting there trying to figure it out or chase their passion or whatever that might be, dream big about it and go for it. Put your effort into it and really go for it. Like you got people cheering you on that you don't even know. That's what mm-hmm. I keep finding. Like. I thought I would have so many more people who I actually know who be like, oh, yeah, I listen to y'all every week or I do this for y'all every week. That's the shocker. And it's not. It's people who you've never met in life, fam, who be out here like singing your praises. And you also never know who is speaking your name in rooms. So keep doing you. You never (laughs) know. Keep doing you. Keep the grind going. Do not give up. Walkie legend this week yourself. Hey, mm-hmm. one day I did. I sure I woke up. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Someone think I'm gonna be a legend. <laughs> All right now. So like, like you're on your way. Embrace that energy. Stand in that energy. Don't be scared of it. Don't be scared of it. That's my parting words this week. And we gonna get up and out of here. Failure isn't a wall. It's a door. That's right. That is right. And if you ask you, failure is not even. That's not even a thing. It's, what is failure? There's no failure in sports. There's no failure. What are you talking about? And if you ask, uh, nobody fails. Nobody fails anyway. So mm-hmm. shout out to nobody fails. Shut Brandon Perro. Jeff got a little as well. Jeff also added, that's how I was. Then I got inspired to go to wrestling school and I've mm-hmm. met the coolest people. I'm saying, I'm saying. We started Tech File in 2017. I was getting my master's in sport management, wanted to do something sport related. Hit these dudes up. Said, hey, we should do a podcast. We did that. We've been on stage together. We've thrown events together. We've hosted watch parties together. And then next thing I know, like, I quit my full-time job <laughs> to do this. And mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Like, mm-hmm. Banger hey, after banger after banger. You Love never know. She famous, bro. You never know, oh, fam. Here. Keep hustling. Keep hustling. 
But if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, the Instagram, and the 2K PSN streets until the end of the month. Because once the end of the month come, I'm on Final Fantasy. You will not see me on no 2K streets. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> living in the world of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. But you can follow me at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. That is it. That is all. At Bucksburn on Twitter. That's all you get. <laughs> yes. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, number three, looking like T-A-Z, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, Give thanks. It To Me. I see y'all later. I think you forgot a Z. Mm-hmm. Is it T-A-Z-Z? Mm-hmm. Wasn't, didn't Taz have two Z's? Yeah, e- hey, listen. E- I said what I said. I think at ECW was one Z. It was one Z. WWE is two. Was two. Okay. I'm just saying. So y'all both right. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> we out. Peace out, y'all. Have a good week. Oh, I got the wrapping towel on, don't I? Yeah. That's a wrapping towel? Then? Yeah. I need my bars. I ain't got no scars. I'm about to get it out here popping this car. <laughs> popping cars? We driving stars. We got some balls. Do we? Oh, yeah, that's my. We got some balls. <laughs> you call them balls. All right. We got some balls. What's the opposite of a bar? What is that? <laughs> hey, that, that bar is set very low. Oh, my <laughs> Hop over that motherfucker then, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs>